Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by MeBank, the bank built and supported by industry super funds. Ever wondered about getting a better deal on your home loan? Well, it might be time to get in touch with MeBank. Whatever your investment strategy, you'll find a loan that's right for you with competitive rates and flexible home loan options. So stop wondering and start saving. Call MeBank on 131 563 or visit mebank.com.au. Terms and conditions apply. Now here's the show. a lot of people are like Simon you must be crazy you have you have four 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 and a half five million dollars worth of properties and all this loan it must be a big burden and I just see it as look I mean I've got as long as I keep these properties rented you know there's there's really I mean there's risk in investing in property any property but the risk is is minimized as long as I keep these properties rented and the cash flow is coming in This is Property Investory where we talk to successful property investors, find out more about their stories, mindset and strategy. I'm Tyron Shum and in this episode on Property Investory, we continue the conversation with Simon Liu, Director of Buyers Agency House Finder. We'll uncover the nuts and bolts of his property investing strategy which has allowed him to build a portfolio worth over $4.5 million with over $1.7 million in equity. Initially, what held him back from investing into property? Probably blocking out a lot of the, the, the white noise around me. Um, look, in Australia, everyone is, an, is a property expert. Um, you're going to get a lot of opinions on what to buy, where to buy, you know, different strategies and, you know, different ways of like just across the spectrum, you're going to get a lot of people telling you how you should invest. Um, and a lot of that is going to come from people that are closest to you. So people like your family and your friends, um, your mum and your dad, all that kind of stuff. Now, that can have a big influence on you. And um, especially when you first start and you kind of you know don't know what you're doing, not really sure of what you're doing yourself, it's very easy to be led down a certain path. So that was a bit of a, I guess... I wouldn't say it was a huge challenge, but it was obviously something that I was conscious of, and 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 obviously, you know, part of the maybe part of the reason that I bought some of the earlier properties that I did buy was because of of that um that kind of white noise uh, around me. Um, the other thing that was probably a little bit uh, a little bit of a challenge for me was just really saving that first deposit. Um, yeah, and you know, as a as someone who's quite young, obviously you're, you're influenced by a lot of things like travel and cars and, you know, living the life as a young person should live, going out, you know, Saturday, Friday nights, whatever it is. 
um and just sort of keeping your keeping your focus you know on on saving that deposit and 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 maintaining discipline um was uh was probably just a you know back then it was it was a bit of a a big step do you remember roughly how much you had to save up to get your first investment property from memory i think it was around about 60 70,000 dollars wow that's um, awesome <laughs> to, like be, that. to be able to save up that much money at that age that is yeah <laughs> Well, look, as I said um, uh, previously, I, I was never that good at at, uh, at, at academics, so I, I started working just with, you know, whether it was part-time jobs or, or, or you know, the sales jobs that I've been through um, pretty much as soon as I finished high school. Um, and I, I, from memory, I actually worked through high school as well. But, um, but yeah, look, I, I was actually, I've always been quite good with my money. Like I don't, you know, I don't really spend on, uh, on, on, on too much um you know I, I don't i don't spend more than i i earn or anything like that um so it was a gradual process that i saved up the deposit but i guess when you when you buy that first property and you've spent years saving up a de- deposit and to let that go i guess that's a bit of a men- uh, or was a bit of a mental barrier as well so just obviously being able to to take that action and just have faith that you're 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 buying the right property because you know after saving that hard and to let that deposit go is 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 what is actually a big step mentally as well. Lou utilized several different resources when learning about property investing including helpful online forums. In this day and age, you know, it's so easy to get resources even back then, you know, you jump jump online. I used online forums a lot. Um online property forums back then there was one called uh a Summersoft that I would frequent. Um you know, every single day, just reading up on what you know other other investors or successful investors were doing, what they weren't doing. Um, I asked a lot of questions myself, um, and it's it's interesting how when you when you actually ask for help, you know how how generous some people are in in actually, you know, helping you without a vested interest. Um, and I guess I, I just I just use that to my you know, to to my advantage as much as possible. Um, you know, I read certain books, obviously, about property investment, different types of strategy, and at the end of the day, you just have to make a make an educated decision on on what works best for you, um, and you know, just take action accordingly. Because it's uh, look, I can guarantee, you know, you're going to make mistakes. Like that's a hundred percent given. There's no such thing as the perfect property. And there's no such thing as getting it right every single time. Um, so not being afraid to to take that step is is super important. Whether you've you know spent five years analysing the entire property market and you know having a million mentors, um, or whether you're just going nose diving, you know jumping into the deep ends, which I don't advise by the way. You know every couple of months in your area, wherever you're at in Australia. So it's always good to just actually attend these meetups. I mean, they're free, um, you know, and you just meet a whole bunch of people. You meet people that are starting out in their investment journey. You've met, you'll meet people that are way, you know, really experienced into their investment journey already and, and are at a stage in life where you want to go um, as a beginner. So just talking to everyone, getting different perspectives, like it's, it's in, invaluable. It's an invaluable and it's free resource that you can just um just just anyone can do i guess 
So, what's the best advice he has ever received? To keep his game face on and stick to his strategy? Probably the main thing for me is to to just be, just remain unemotional um, when you're investing in property. And that can work both ways. It's not just about being unemotional, you know, in terms of choosing what properties to buy, but remaining unemotional in terms of, you know, if because owning properties can have a lot of pitfalls. Like there's a lot of, you know, sometimes when you own a property, you might come across a lot of maintenance issues. Um, you'll come across a lot of surprises. Um, you'll come across a lot of, you know, tenancy issues, vacancies, you know, people, like there's a lot of things that can affect you mentally. And like, it's it, it's just so easy when these things happen to just say, you know what, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to sell or I'm not going to buy any more properties. But when you obviously take 10 steps back and look at, you know, the property journey as a whole and even the ownership of a property as a whole, a lot of these issues is is just a drop in the ocean in terms of the, the whole ownership journey. Um, you know, it sucks when things happen at the time and they will happen, but it's really important just to remain unemotional and just to stick to your strategy, stick to your goals and just power on and power through it. Um I think that's probably one of the best, whether I've, I don't know if someone told me this, I'm sure someone has at some stage, um, but it's probably one of the things that I um, I would, uh, yeah, just uh, a bit of advice that, that I keep have to keep reminding myself at times as well. That is really good because it's so easy to get caught up in property and become emotional about it, especially if you're buying your home. You know, if you buy your home, there's a lot of emotion attached to it. But as an investor, we know that numbers is probably the key and and obviously looking at um, the the environment too, and remaining unemotional, and just looking at from the the figures and the the stats to be able to give us a good. Delving into the foundations of Lou's strategy, he also shares with us how much his portfolio of twelve properties is currently worth on the market. You're probably looking at around about the four and a half million dollars. The strategy is um, is for me has always been about buying properties that are below market value and buying properties that have positive cash flow. Um, that's the bare basic fundamentals of anything that I purchase. Um, if you do it that way, it enables you to do two things. It enables you to keep purchasing properties. If you're earning, unless you're like a earning, you know, half a million dollars a year um, in your salary, then leverage or getting money from the banks is the most important thing for you as an investor. So you have to buy properties that um, is conducive to, you know, banks being able to look at you as a whole and say, yep, you know, we're happy to give you more money. We're happy to, um, you know, give you more borrowing so you can buy your next property. So having cash flow is paramount to that equation. Um, you know, if you're earning you know, seventy thousand dollars a year, and you know you've got two or three properties that are costing you three, four hundred dollars a year already. Then the bank may be a little bit reluctant, on top of all your living expenses and 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 all that kind of stuff, to look to say, look, you know, I think you're a bit too risky. Um, so having cash flow is super important. Lou says that it is possible to purchase a property price at well below the market value. Sometimes it happens when someone needs to sell their property urgently. The below market value thing is is something that gets argued a lot because there are people out there that don't believe in in properties that are below market value. 
um, because a lot of people argue that you know whatever you're buying is what the what the market value is at. But there are a lot of circumstances that you know can enable you to actually buy properties below the current market value. So if we're talking like a three bedroom, one bathroom, one garage house in a particular suburb, um, and let's say it's worth you know three hundred fifty thousand um, dollars, and it, it might be a distressed property. So it might be like the result of a separation or a divorce, or it might be like a power of attorney thing where the parents have passed away and the kids they you know they don't really care about the value. They just want to get the money out of it as soon as possible. Um, or someone moving overseas, like there's a lot of reasons why people need to sell properties urgently. Um, so that's when uh, people like me, you know, for myself and as a buyer's agent, I get I get exposed to a lot of these types of deals, and I that's where I sort of come in and and you know, depending on the price, I I sort of do my own research, you know, based on the last three months of what's sold in the same suburb in the surrounding streets that are of a three bedroom, one bathroom, one garage nature. And if I can pick up the property for say I don't know three ten three twenty thousand, then you know that's then you know that you're below market value. You're you're getting a you're probably getting a decent deal if there's not too much issues with the house. And you have to be like for like. You can't be, you know, emotional about it. Um, you just got to look at it as as it is and what the comparables are. So in doing that, like coupling that below market value elements and obviously the cash flow element as well i mean in a couple months time it's when you go back to the bank and and you know they do a new valuation on your portfolio they might go back to your property and say okay cool this house is actually really worth three hundred and fifty thousand dollars so with that 30 grand 20 or 30 grand or 40 grand difference like you're you're not going to get all that money out but let's say for example you manage to pull twenty thousand dollars out of that equity you know, coupled with another $20,000 that you saved up, you know, over the past six months or 12 months, then that will enable you to buy your next property. And the cash flow balance as you're accruing these properties will ensure that your portfolio as a whole isn't impacting on, on you, isn't costing you any money to hold these properties. Um, and it's a bit of a balancing act as you go along. You know, you're just buying properties, um, you know, of that nature, with the fundamentals in place and it enables you to grow a portfolio much quicker. Coming up after the break, we'll continue the conversation about how Lou managed to leapfrog from two properties to the 12 properties. With more as well, there's there's, there's a bit of a, a safety in numbers element as well when you're owning a lot of properties. Learn how Lou built his portfolio. To hold those properties, once again, cash flow is super important otherwise. You know, there's no way you're going to be able to hold it for five, six, seven, eight years. And that's next. I'm Tyrone Shum and you're listening to Property Investory. This episode is brought to you by MeBank, a different kind of bank built and supported by industry super funds. You could be getting a better deal on your home loan by getting in touch with MeBank. They offer competitive rates in two loan types, one with a range of features including the ability to fix your rate and have multiple offset accounts and another that's nice and simple with no ongoing fees. Both loans provide the flexibility of interest only or principal and interest. So whatever your investment strategy, you'll find a home loan that's right for you. 
Stop wondering and start saving by giving MeBank a call on 131-563 or visit mebank.com.au. Terms and conditions apply. Now back to the show. Western Australia is tipped to be the next property hotspot. If you're looking to invest and build in WA, take advantage of the affordable land market and record build times with Plunkett Homes. Visit propertyinvestory.com forward slash build to find out why they are WA's most established home builder. With over 150 years of experience, Plunkett Homes helps you develop turnkey homes across WA. To get your fixed price demolition or site works and to maximize profits and minimize time, visit propertyinvestory.com forward slash build. And now back to the show. So, how did Lou manage to leapfrog from two properties to the 12 properties he has accumulated in his portfolio? The more disciplined you are and the more you stick to the strategy, the quicker you're going to grow. And look, a lot of people are like, Simon, you must be crazy. You have, you have, um, you know, four, four, four and a half, five million dollars worth of properties and all this loan. Um, you know, it, it, it must be, it must be a big burden. And I just see it as, look, I mean, I've got, as long as I keep these properties real, rented, um, you know, there's, there's really, the risk is really not, I mean, there's risk in investing in property, any property, but the risk is is minimised as long as I keep these properties rented and the cash flow is coming in, um, and you know, with with more as well, there's 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 a bit of a, a safety in numbers element as well when you're owning a lot of properties, um, and each of them is giving you a bit of cash flow, um, even if you've got a couple of properties that are that are um, that are struggling per se. Um, you've got a whole bunch of other properties that can obviously lend it a, a helping hand. And look, you know, if you have 10, 20 properties and even if the market grows just 5 or 10%, you know, if you're exposed to more more value of properties, you're going to make more capital gains even if there's just a small increment of growth. Um, so I think that element is 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 quite important as well to, to accrue a large quantity or, or large net value of properties. This in turn has created a substantial amount of equity for him. It was 1.5 to 1.7, I think maybe two years ago. So it's probably more around the two mark now. Um, some of the properties that I've had has has grown uh, quite a bit over the past two years. Um, so, but yeah, look, I mean, it just it just sort of cements what I meant when I say, you know, having a large net value of properties you know, even the slightest bit of growth in an area or in a market, and if you're exposed to enough properties or enough value of properties, it doesn't actually take that much growth for you to actually make some real money out of it. Um, but to hold those properties, once again, cash flow is super important. Otherwise, you know, there's no way you're going to be able to hold it for five, six, seven, eight years. Um, you know, a lot of things can change in that time. You might change jobs, you might lose your job, you might come under financial strain yourself personally in other areas of your life. Um, so that's where cash flow just sort of lets you have these properties just sitting in the background, um, waiting and watching it grow. And look, even if it had, even if there was a small downturn during the ownership of that property, you know, again, as long as you keep them rented, it's not, um, it's not going to have too much of an impact on your, on your, on your, on your lifestyle, you're not going to have to make any too drastic, too much drastic um, decisions, I guess. 
The timelapse between the accumulation of his investment properties varied. However, he learned that it was vital to remind himself of his goals and to continue applying his strategy. I actually haven't bought a property for quite a while. Um, so it's probably been uh, about one one year or one and a half years before I've, uh, I've bought my since I bought my last property. Um, but during the accumulation stage, like it, it varies. Like there were there were times when I bought, you know, two or three properties within a few months, um, and there were times where I didn't buy a property for eight nine months. Um, it's just really hard to say, and it, it's like when you're going through when you're actually accumulating properties, there's a lot of moving parts as to you know whether you can buy your next one or whether you want to buy your next one. Um, a lot of it comes down to your finances. A lot of come of it comes down to the market conditions. Um, it also comes down to you personally as well. Um, again, coming back to being unemotional, if you're if you're if you're say your own say your own five properties and two or three of them are are, are going through some you know large maintenance issues or 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 some kind of vacancy issues, um, again it can deter you you know, for your attitude wise um, to, to not sort of progress. And, and then there might be a bit of a gap before you sort of, okay, click in your brain, you know, that was really nothing time to move on. Um, so, but yeah, look, I mean, the most important thing I guess I can say from that is just to, you know, stick to the goal, um, you know, stick to your strategy. What did you start off trying to achieve? Um, you know, what are you trying to achieve now? And, just look at your situation, look at everything you have now and, and, and see what you can do right now to get you one step closer to your goal. Um, but, you know, and, and, it, and it'll, it, it'll vary. Like you can't say, you know, I'm going to buy one property every, every single month for the next three years. Um, sometimes, you know, if, if, uh, if there's a change in lending policy, you might not be able to buy property for, for, for several months. Um, so there's a lot of moving parts that, that will dictate, you know, how aggressive or how you invest as well. There are certain personal habits which have contributed to lose success throughout his property investing journey, such as effective money management. I'm always looking at property, you know, in my spare time, um, you know, whenever I've got a moment, I'm checking out, uh, you know, realestate.com.au. Um, I'm always focused on my goals as well. So, you know, always thinking about, okay, what am I trying to achieve here? How am I, how am I, you know, what am I doing today or right now to, to get me, you know, a tiny, tiny step closer. Um, and another goal, uh, another, uh, sorry, habits uh, is probably just money management, you know, not spending, you know, on stupid things or, you know, excessive spending on, on, on things you don't need um, and just setting money aside you know, so that you, when an opportunity does come up, you're ready to to take action. Um, so you know, having that discipline and and you know your your money saving skills as well, money management management skills is is probably you know a good combination to 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 help you progress. There was one book that Lou could recommend, and this was it. Definitely be a rich dad, poor dad. Um, you know, I think every single serious investor that I've ever met. Have read that book um, usually quite early on, um, and it just instills you know that mindset of you know what money can achieve and you know what money actually is. Um, 
you know, and and it just gets your brain start, you know, starts your brain working on, okay, cool. You know, it, it, yeah, just basically sets you on the right path on in terms of in terms of investing that money correctly. If you want to connect with Lou or find out more from his valuable experience, then yeah, look, the best thing to, to do is uh, check out my website. Um, it's www.housefinder, one words, .net.au. Um, a lot of information um, on my buyer's agent and, and what I do is is on, the, on my website. I'm very transparent. Everything's on there. I've even got properties that I've bought recently um, on my website as well. So you can have a look at some of the stuff that I've been buying and a lot of my clients are are buying to to uh, to to achieve their investment goals, um, but in a sense, yeah. Look, I mean, I'm just basically doing or helping others um, achieve financial freedom, as I've done myself, and just sticking to those fundamentals. You know, I find properties that are below market value. I find properties that have cash flow, um, and I also like to find properties that um, that you know have the ability to 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 add value um, whether it's a, a minor renovation or you know there could be a potential to to develop that property down the track um, and uh, and yeah that's just a, a service that I provide along with that as well you know part of the journey of of buying properties um, through me as a buyer's agent you know I like to mentor a lot of my clients um, basically get them to a stage where they can actually buy properties themselves you know, as silly as it sounds for me running a business, you know, at the end of the day, maybe after two or three properties and you've got the skill set to do it yourself, you know, there's, it's kind of, there might not be a reason that you would need to use a buyer's agent, even though a lot of my clients still use me because they're time poor. But if you know what to look for and you've got, got the skill set to do it yourself, then, you know, that's, um, that's an invaluable skill that you can, you can have for the rest of your life. Thank you to Simon Liu, our guest on this episode of Property Investory. If you want to hear more about his journey, then visit our website at propertyinvestory.com. Simply type in the search bar Simon Liu and select that episode to learn more about his story. Also, if you haven't subscribed to receive your free property case studies that I only send out exclusively via email, you can text me your email address to 0499881040 to subscribe. These real case studies are from experienced property investors where they share specific numbers of their portfolio, their strategies and much more. Simply text me your email address to 0499881040 to get your free case studies. Thanks for listening. If you love the show and you're ready to get serious about saving on your home loan, give MeBank a call. MeBank is the bank built by industry super funds famous for their competitive rates and flexible home loan options. So, whatever your investment strategy, you'll find the loan that's right for you. Call MeBank on 131563 or visit mebank.com.au. Terms and conditions apply. Imagine 
the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.